0: On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safdie for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef ben Mazal and Shalomor Rafael ben Mazal. רוח Hashem תני חם ב Amen. Eden אמינ. ב afternoon today's daf is being studied the אילו Nishmat Abraham Ben יצחק רוח Hashem תני חם Eden today's daf is being studied They should have success And the enemy should fall Pray to them And be victorious in all their endeavors And Toshavei Elis Yisrael Should be protected by Shomer Yisrael Shemor She'erit Yisrael we are on Nunzain, I would two lines from the bottom. Let's just review quickly where we're holding. We discussed in our last daf a Mahlokit between Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonatan regarding the mixture of the bloods of the dam as and the dam apar before the sprinkling on the corners of the Mizbeah, Hadamar, Amar, one said that you mix the bloods first, then you sprinkle the Hadamar, Amar, and one said, no, you sprinkle them separately. So uh, we brought a proof originally that the Byoshia is the opinion that says arvin. Is the one that says you mix the bloods first. Then the Gemara brought a version that said, no, really it's the Biyunatan that holds that you mix the bloods first and then you sprinkle them on the corners of the Mizbaya. So comes the Gemara and says, Tanya de lo kishinuyan. We have a brighter, not like our second version. Meaning, we have a brighter now to support that indeed it is the Yashiyah that holds Ma'arabin, that you mix the bloods, and not the biyunatan. So, ta'ina we have a not like the second answer that we just proposed. midama paru midama Said. Basuk says, and you shall take from the blood of the par and the blood of the sair. So the Gemara says, shiyu mi'urabin. So there we learn that you take them as one, well. they should be mixed. Divre be yoshiyah. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yoshiach, so yes, that's clearly like the first version. <speaking in> Rabbi <Hebrew> Yonatan Omer, Mazzeb Atsmo, U Umazzeb if Atsmo Rabbi Yonatan Omer is bright and clearly says, No, you sprinkle each one of them separately. Amar lo Rabbi Yoshiach, Rabbi the tells Rabbi Yonatan, Va'alo kivan ne'mar ahat. What do you mean? But the Pasuk says, Ahat. If you remember we learned that the Torah says uh Aharon Al Kamnotav Ahat Bashana Which is Mashmah that it's one sprinkling. Therefore it must be mixed, and you just do one uh, sprinkle on the corners of the Mizbaya How do you say that it's two sprinklings? Meaning you all that it's really dam, par, and then dam, sa'ir Amar la Reb Yonatan Ba'alo kevan neman midama par, apar umidam sa'ir So Reb Yonatan comes back and says, what do you want from me? The pasuk says, midama par, um midama sa'ir Which is mashma, two separate sprinkles what do you do with the word achat"? to come and tell me you only sprinkle one par and one sair. now the Rishonim ask over here why would I think that you do more than one sprinkling of par and one sprinkling of Sa'ir We need to spread the It's only one round. One round of pod, one round of Sayed. So the ditbah over here answers the following. We're talking about a case where let's say you started sprinkling the pot. All right? You sprinkled let's say two corners of the Mizbaya. Now the blood spilled on the floor and it's not recoverable. Alakas said you have to slaughter another animal get its blood and continue the Hiddush is that you just sprinkle the two corners that were not dabbed with the blood yet you don't have to go back to the beginning from where do we know that from? Ahat that each corner only gets one sprinkle of par so therefore in that case you need to ahat, which means if if you have the regular blood of the par peshita of course, why would I think you have to sprinkle each corner twice? you just sprinkle it once and you take the side once again and and sprinkle it again the Hadush is that in a case where you sprinkled already, let's say two corners with par, right, now the blood dropped. Oh, what you gotta do yeah, you got to do? You need blood. So you have to slur another par. Catches blood. So you might think, oh, maybe go back to the first two corners again and, you know, do all four. No. Come on, when once it was sprinkled once, you don't have to go back. So that's the Hadush according to the Comes Kanzi Gemaran says... Again, Lobalecha achat velo shetayim midama par achat velo shetayim midama sa'ir. Right? Not two from the part, and not two from the sa'ir. Comes the Gemara now and continues. Tanya Idak, we have another braita. Velakaq midama paru midama sa'ir. Should take from both bloods. Shiyiyu mi'uravin zeba ze. Again, the braita holds that it should be mixed. How do you know? Maybe it could mean individually We have the Pasuk says Hot one sprinkling Who's this Baraita going like? This Setam Baraita Is going like the opinion of Rabbi Yoshiyah We learned in the Mishnah After the uh, sprinkling of the outside in the Kurdish area, they would take the bloods and they would mix them. Now if you remember the Lashon of the Mishnah was that they would mix the blood of the par with the blood of the Sa'id and then it says they would take the male into the rekan. They would pour the full into the empty. Now the Gemara is going to analyze what that means. So the Gibella starts off with a question. Rami bar had a question to Rav Let's say you took the Mizraq. The Mizraq is the receptacle that you catch the blood. You put a receptacle within a receptacle, so you have two receptacles now. And you receive the blood like that, holding two receptacles in your hand, one within the other. What's the deen? Do you say that even though these are from the same species, the same Mizraq, it's a Hatzitzah, it's considered an interference, because the Bazook says, By The queen has to take the Keli. Now, if this, if this is considered a uh, interposition, between, this is considered a interference, it's not considered, because Barman has two vessels, He's holding one within the other. He's not holding the vessel that the blood is falling into. The blood is falling into the inner vessel, and he's holding on to the outer, outer vessel. Now it says verakach. Master, you got to take the vessel. So if you say no, nah, it's like taking the inner vessel, because it's min demino, meaning it's like species. Maybe you say like species is not a Hati Or do you say no? Like species are considered. Yeah, that's the Gemara's question. So let's read it inside. Ba'amir really the al-Khamah b'ra'chazda. Eniyach mezrak, betok mezrak, veki behel boit adam. Um, Ma'u, min dimino chotzec, or eno chotzec? That's really the question over here. So comes the Gemara and says, "Amale." He answered him, Tanitua. What do you mean? It's a Befirush Mishnah. We have the answer. Natane tamaleh berikan. Now the Gevaraz learning in its Havamina, I mean, when it says, is you take the blood-filled Mizraq and put it, put the whole Mizraq in the Rekan, mm-hmm. in the empty one. Now you're holding two. And the Pasuk by the damp part and when you're on the Mizbayah, it also says the word velakah. So you see you need a likiha yes. and it's considering in a even though you have a second, you're taking the maleh but what does that do? Bring it inside. This is what the is saying t- in the Havamina that you have to do. Why? would well, would be the logical you'd have to do it? So that he shouldn't even speak out. Because maybe you have to get both Mizzakut involved in the Mizvah. Because since both of them are part of the Mizvah, there's a damn Said and Dampad. So you don't want to let one uh, empty uh Mizraqa for no purpose. Uh, use it for the mizvah. So double it up. And you're seeing what? It's considered l'kikha, therefore it's okay. So Gemara says, "My love." What does those words mean when it says in the Mishnah, mizrak male mizrak And therefore, you have a proof that it's not Gemara says, "No, that's not the case." It's talking about when you emptied the contents of the male of the filled mizrak into the empty one. Not that you double the Mizraq, Then you put one Mizraq into another. The Kibarat says, what do you mean? Hatana we know that already you mixed the blood. The Resha of the Mishnah said that. So the Gemara says, what does that do have to repeat it again? The Gemara says, in order to mix it properly, which means we're concerned that maybe the bloods, if you just turn it once, it's like one on top of the other. They don't mix properly. And when you're going to sprinkle it on the Mizbaya, it could be only going to get Damapod on the Mizbaya, not Dhamasa'id. So you go another round and mix it in order that for sure you're going to get both Dhamapad and Dhamasa'id. So that's the first piece of the Gemara. It should be pointed out that the Baram Tosfot, Let's just read the first couple of lines the, But I was assuming in this question But if it's, right. if it's not the same species Definitely it's And therefore it's not uh, called taking there was a fellow, Yisachar which was a very finicky Kohen. Uh, he used to wrap his hands with silk, right? Because he didn't want uh, any of the uh, blood uh, to come on his uh, hands, and he was doing the service. So you see over here that. Uh, that is considered a Khatita. We're only discussing mean Bibinok. Comes again continues. Tashema Al al pasud. Now, the Kohen. Just like he cannot have a Hatita between his hands and the Klishad, the halakha says he's not allowed to have an interference between his feet. And the floor of the uh, Azara, the Beit HaMikdash. Yeah. Which means, the floor is considered also like a cliche in that sense, that his feet must <coughs> be bare and touching the actual floor. So the I wants to say now, let's say the Kohen is standing on a vessel, on the floor. Meaning his feet are not touching the floor. Or, let's say a better case, because the vessel is Min <laughs> Let's say a case where he's standing on his friend's foot. That's considered Mim Bimino. I mean, the foot and the foot is the same mean, I mean He has Kohen standing there, and the other Kohen puts his foot over his foot. It's a tsa, or no? But the Gebelah says, Pasul. So what do you learn from over here? That Mim Bimino is a hatita So go back to the other question with the two Mizraks, that, that one is in the other. I'll say Mim Bimino is indeed Pasul. There's no proof from the legs. Shani Regel, De Lo The foot of the friend of the Kohen is different. You know why it's a hatitzah. Because he's unable to leave it there for the full avodah. Meaning for something not to be considered a hatzita, it's gotta remain there. Which means if the Kohen's, the friend of the is gonna take his foot back, so you can't leave it there for the whole service. Uh, however long the service is, the Kohen's not gonna stand there with his foot there and have it stepped on, you know, for the entire service. So the rule is that for something not to be a hatzita, it's got to be mifutal. It's got to be there for the duration. So the Gimbalah is saying, Please, you can me a proof from uh, the foot of the Kohen. Uh, Maybe I'll really tell you that Mimino is not considered a hatitzah. The reason why the leg is considered a hatitzah is because it's not going to remain there. It's not going to remain It's impossible for it to remain there. The lashon of the Gimbalah is lo mevtile. I want to point out, if you look at the Rashi's lashon, however, Rashi's lashon is delo mevatile. That she says, "Haberot like lo adchig mor avodato," so it's a little different from the gebaras mashma delomatsi. It's impossible for him to do it, and that she just says, no. Belok, because he doesn't leave it there. A little different. So as according to Rashi, that uh, if he would uh, leave it there, could be it's okay. That she's just saying that because he doesn't. The Mitzuyuti doesn't do it. From no, the Gemara, it's not possible to stay there with his foot on the ground, uh, with his uh, friend uh, stepping on it for the entire service. And then he had no proof. Ikad Amre. Now the Gemara gives a different version. This was the question that was asked to the Chazda. Really I'll tell you as a preface Min Bimino is not a Therefore when you have the Mizrak in the Mizrak From that standpoint of Chatzitzah you're okay It's not a problem with the words velakah. it's considered velakah. Oh, so what's the Shailah then? Derech Shirut Bekah or in Derech Shirut Bekach? The question over here is Is that considered service or not? Is that a normal way to receive blood into two Mizrakot? Now if it's a normal way, then it's considered shirut. Shirut means service. And the Torah says you have to serve. Or do you say no, that it might not be a hatitzah, but it's an abnormal way to receive blood. And therefore it's not considered a service. So it's a different question here. We're not asking, Mita'am You Understand? The question over it is being asked, Mita'am uh, shirut. Is it considered service or not service? So the Gemara says, Tashema de'tana debe rabbi Yishmael Et kol Yeshar bam b'kodesh. Now, the lashon of this pasuk says, "It called kele Now, Kele is plural, referring to two kelim right? Kele Hasharet is singular. So the Gemara says, "Shene kelim You see that two Kileim are considered one shirut, Meaning it's considered a service. They have all given us a to his <laughs> version, it's answering the question, you have no problem. Look at the Rashi. Kali sharet kelim be Right, when it says kele, it's two kelim be-mashma' And Torah is calling it a service. It counts as one service. Therefore it's okay. ba Rami bar chama Next question that was asked to the Qazda. Hini adam Sieve is let's say uh, a type of grass that grows around the palm tree, around the deken, all right, It's a, ter- a certain type of herb, let's say, like a grass. You took that uh, grass, we'll call it, and you insulated the Mizrak, the inside of the Mizrak, and you received the blood. She'ela, ma'u, min minu Do we say, well, this is now non-like species? Because the blood has to touch the walls of the Mizraq. When you say Kabbalat Adam in the Mizraq, it's got to touch the walls of the inside of the Mizraq. Well, here you have a sieve that is blocking. So do you say, مِنْ مِشْئِنُ مِنْهَا يَوْا يَوْا Or do you say, no. Kevan de كَيْوَان lo لُخَيَتْ Do I say, since it's mehalhal, meaning it's porous, <coughs> Because, even though it's a, it's a grass, but it's porous. The blood can g- seep through and touch the walls. I say, no, nah, maybe I say it doesn't matter. Bottom line, when you have something interfering, I don't care. So that's the she'erah now. When you have a mean b'she'enu mino, that's somewhat porous, is that considered a chatsitsa or not? Which means, vaday according to the Gemara, if you had, let's say, a non-porous, vaday—it's uh, no good. Our sheila is only on a porous type of item. That's me, no Do you say since it does have some ability to go through the walls, it'll be con- touched the walls It's okay. Or do you say no? That even porous not enough. It's got to be mamash touching the walls. So comes Gibranon says Tanina. We have a mishnah to answer this question. Zolef veolech lesfog, Which literally means he draws, he draws and continues to draw lesfog, until he gets to the sponge. What are we talking about? We'll say it outside and we'll read it in Dash. Talk about the waters of the Paraduma. The waters of the Paraduma. you have to collect it in a Keli. The Pasuk says Mayyim yes. hayim El Keli which means the waters have to actually touch the keli for them to be kasher. so let's say they took a wooden, uh, not a wooden, a stone like we learned uh, they used to put the paraduma in stoneware they take a certain stone that has a hole in its side and they uh, put it by the water, by the stream let's say the maim hayim the flowing water and the water enters the uh, stoneware through this whole hole only problem is in that stoneware there is a sponge So now the sponge is filling up with water As well as the rest of the keli It is clear that the water in the sponge Is pasul for paraduma. Of course not in the keli It's in a sponge She'ela What about the other water? The rest of the water in the the keli The custom was After they would fill the stoneware They would empty it out into a different keli And they would store the mehatat. we call that So the question is Well do you say the sponge is a hatisa? If the sponges are hot, to each all the waters no are no good. Or do you say, no, the sponge is porous. So the Pada says, it's okay. What's okay? You're able to very carefully pour out the waters that are on top of the sponge. So now, you pour the waters that are on top of the sponge in another keli. Now, once you get close to the sponge, you got to stop. Because you might pour inadvertently some sponge water. And the sponge water by that is... Basul, but what do you see from here? That the waters that are outside the sponge are considered kasher. Why? Because since the sponge is porous, so it's considered as if it's touching the candy. And the water in the sponge itself, we know, it's not, not going to be But the other waters around it is okay. Uh, so you have a proof that what? That something that's mean, that's porous, is not considered, a khatsitsah. Gemara says no proof. Water is different, because it's, it's, it's thin. It's not blood. Water will go through a sponge. But who says blood, is going to go through the uh, pores of the sieve? Then we have no rayak. Because we're lenient by water, does not mean we're lenient by Look, look at the Rashi now, just to read it inside. Zonet ve That's the bottom, uh, towards the bottom, uh, towards the middle, actually. Reshad mat nittin hakim. The beginning of the Mishnah. Para perikvav Mishnah Gimal Hamikadesh be The shoket is that uh, stone keli. Ve-haya sfog Letokho And there was a sponge in the shoket, and that stone keli. Ma'im she-bisfog besulin. The ma'im that's in the Sfog is besulin. Kesad yaaseh, what does he do? Zoleth veholech, meaning he draws and continues drawing Ad shemagia'l sfog Till he gets to the sponge Shoket he evin halula al sfat amayyan You have a hollowed rock or uh, stoneware as I called it That's veamayim nikhnasim nadereh khorsh bedufna And this, the water goes through this uh, uh, keli Through a hole that's on the side they usually use the shoket for like a trough for animals to drink from. And mekadeshin ma'im chayim. Now have to put the effort of the paraduma in what's called ma'im chayim. a kli, and that we say ma'im chayim has to be in a keli. Ma'im should besvot pesulim. Why the chayim el keli ba'inan? It's got to be in a keli. ma'im So what do you do over here? Yeah, you got the water in the sponge. Kesadu osir keshibali to the tamay with the tam b'slochet b'shufaret when he wants to transfer the waters to store them in another keli zolef vegomit et kol amay mashir b'shoget at shemagiyah le'svog you just pour out very carefully till you get to the sponge itself and then she just gives us the uh, pirusha minim zolef according to our gersad shof. Meaning he draws out ad until the uh, to, to the sponge, what's found on the sponge, here's the point, You see, the sponge is not a which means the water. Goes through all the sides of the sponge. But the blood is thick. thick. Comes again and says, Some want to answer the question like this. To be a different uh, answer here. They wanted to say, You put a sieve around the uh, Mizraq. You pour the blood in. What's the deen? by blood? Blood is a liquid. It's going to go through the sieve, porous, no But by komets, Komets is the flower. Let's review Komets. The Kohen, it, by a minha, he has to take a comets with his uh, right three fingers, he scoops up the flower. And what does he do after he scoops up the flower? He has to place it in a Klisharet, which means uh, what receiving the blood is by a Kurban. Kabalat Adam, that's similar by a minha, taking the comets and putting it in a Klisharet. Now, the chedush is that a klisharet that has sieve around it's uh, insulated inside is considered hatitzah for the komets. What What's the what well, What's the logic? The logic is it's a hatitzah even though we know that the comets is fine flour. It's solid, so you might think that what well, maybe it it goes through the sieve. Come well no, it's not considered um, porous enough that sieve to allow the uh flower of the mincha to go through. So the dam kashir for kormit pasul. Look at the bottom nashi. The kormit pasul the kiddush. She a taun hit kadesh bekeli. And after who connected kabbalah to that corresponds to receiving of the blood. Like I said, what, what receiving of the blood is to an animal. That's the putting the kormit to kli sharet by a mincha. Now we turn to the Ahmud and we start the next Mishnah. We continue the service of the Kohen Gadol on Kippur. So let's remember where we're holding. We just sprinkled outside le mata of the pot and the side. Now we mix the bloods. Now we mix the bloods together. Now you got the Mizrak, you, you mixed up together twice actually. Now you have the mixture in your hand. What's the next move of the Kohen Gadol? So the Mishnah says, V'yatsa <laughs> lifnei now he goes out to the Mizbaya that's in front of Hashem. Which Mizbaya is in front of Hashem? Ze Mizbak Aza'av. Of course, that's the Mizbak Aza'av that's in the Kodesh. Why do we say it's the Fnashim? Because it is the Mizbaya that is indeed in front of the Kodesh, Kodeshim. Right? The Mizbak Aitzon is in the Azara. So therefore, uh, the she says, the Eidu Mizbak Aitzon, now the Fnashim, where it's atop Now, what does he start doing? Which means he starts now in a downward position To um, uh, sprinkle, or well, actually it's not, not sprinkling here It's placing, dabbing, we'll call it The blood on the four corners of the mizbayah mm-hmm. Then the gemara is going to teach us that It's not in a downward motion Normally the way they do hazza'ah uh, in other korbanot is they sprinkle, they put it on their finger and they just sprinkle on the corners. Here it's different. Here he actually puts his finger on the corner of the mezbah and smears it exactly in a downward position. Now she's gonna tell us why he's done it done in a downward position on the corners of the mezbah because if you would do it in an upward position like this, which means he has his palm facing up and he's just going upward, we're concerned as he moves his finger, wow. some of the blood will drip down his palm and go onto the big adim. And we don't want him to ruin his big deh, so as he sprinkles, he just puts it in a downward motion. Look at the top sheet. Hitkil mihateh vayur, would be dabbing it going down. Okay, he would do the matanot, uh, uh, right? The uh, sprinkling or the placing it on the keren uh, on the corner that was in front of him. And the one that was close to, him, like we the Gemara. You have to put it in an upward motion, meaning upward going down, and downward motion, I should say, in order that the clothes of the queen do not become soiled. <laughs> because the mizbach is high to amot. Which means he would not be able to position his hands on the keren, right? he's got to go above the keren, so it's hard for him to position his hands so he's going to have to bend his hands down a little when he's sprinkling and that's going to cause the position to trickle down um, and therefore he always got to do it in a downward mo- uh, motion continue the Mishnah comes the Gemara Mishnah says second line where does he start? which corner? four corners of the Mizbaya. Mekeren Sefonit According to this opinion, it starts in the northeast corner. And I just picture it in your mind so you have a clear uh, uh, understanding. The northeast corner, the north side, okay, that's where the Shulchan, let's say, is, on the north side of the Kodesh. And you're going northeast, so that's the back of the Mizbayah. Not the corner that's closer to the corner Kodesh square. which would be the west. So you're going north east. You're walking to the back of the uh, of the Bezbe'ah. Now, right away, the I will discuss. You're passing over one quarter, which means assuming he's standing on the north side. Which we'll see why he's standing on the north side. The first corner that you hit would be the northwestern corner. You're but this, the yeah, well, you're coming out of the corner. That's where he is. That picture where he's standing. He's standing between the mizbeach and the, and the parochet, because he just sprinkled towards the parochet. Now the bloods are mixed. So technically, the first corner you hit is northwest. But the Mishnah is telling you, you don't start from northwest. You go in the whole mizbeach to the end of it, and you start. And you start north. He's on the north side. He's on the north, not on the south it side. Out. He doesn't come out from that side according to this opinion. So therefore, we're going to uh, see exactly why that is so. Then it says, what's the next corner he sprinkles? Sifonit Mahrabit. Now Sifonit Mahrabit is northwest, which means he backtracks. Now he walks backwards like, and he goes to the northwestern corner. That's the corner that he skipped. Again, gentlemen, he starts up on the on the corner closest to the east northeast. He backtracks, goes to the northwest. Now, what's his next move? Then he goes. Now he goes uh, to the southwest. Right, that's the corner next to it. So he's going. Uh, yeah. Well, he's in the front, okay So he's going, right. his right, exactly. correct And then he goes to the back To the south, east Okay, so Negemar is going to explain exactly What the logic in this uh, Sprinkling Top is Top of the corners the No, actually it's on the bottom, actually it's on the, on the sides He's uh, on the sides, yes, yes, yes. Now Now Normally you have a picture of that? Okay, let's see the pictures. What number is it? Uh, right. Okay, good. If you look at 136, okay, you see the downward motion of the coin's finger. Then you see the problem why he would get his clothes uh, soiled, right? At the cuff of his uh, of the of the clothes over there, and you see exactly how he puts it down. He starts on the top and he goes down on the side of the corners. Now the Mishnah says, bechatat Now, a chatat, a normal chatat, let's say, normally is sprinkled on the Mizbaya ha'itzon. This is all year round, not the, the the corner that they start sprinkling the blood on the Mizbaya ha'itzon of a regular chatat, misham ayag gomer that's the last sprinkling on Mizbeah HaPenimi. Which is the last sprinkling we just read is what? Southeast. Right? The Southeast is the last of Mizbeah HaPenimi. But the Gebaraj is telling you, on the Mizbeah that's where you start from. You start from Southeast. Mm-hmm. Just to remember, where, where you end on Mizbeah HaPenimi, that's where you start on Mizbeah HaChayzon. You should know there's different orders for each Mizbeah. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, rabbi Eliezer says, rabbi Eliezer, no, 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 no. He stands where he is, meaning, where was the Quran? It was between the Mizbeach and the Parochet. He doesn't walk to the back of the Mizbeach like the first rabbi. He said, he stands where he was, Umechate, and he dabs the corners and on all the corners he goes in an upward position except for the corner that's right in front of him which means he holds like this Abilia, is it? you don't go around the Mizbah to the back, you stand right where you are he doesn't move now he extends his hand across the Mizbah, the Mizbah was only an Amah so therefore, you can stick your hand across the mizbe'a. Now, when he sticks his hand across the Mizbeah, to the same uh, corners, same order. But the point is, he is able to go in a upward position because since he's extending, you're not listening. Since he's extending his hand. We're not worried about it falling. He has more flexibility when he extends his hand. And therefore, he's standing in front of the mizbeah on the western side. We're not discussing how he dips it in the, his hands in the, in the blood. We're discussing how he dabs it on the corner of the mizbeah. So to be the edge it's holding. On the kiranot, that are away from him, he's able to do it in an upward motion. However, in the corner that's in front of him, so there again he doesn't have that flexibility, we say he has to do it in a downward motion. If he sprinkles on the four corners, each one according to his respective opinion, Hiza al shel mizbeya sheva pa'amim. Now he uh, sprinkles on what's called taro shil on the, um, call it the, uh, the, not the base, but the uh, flat surface of the mezbeah, he sprinkles seven times. So here's another item, which means besides the sprinkling on the corners... There's an additional sprink- sprinkling on the mezbah itself The base, we'll call it Not the base But the, um, the top part of the mezbah Seven times Now now you have leftovers After you finish all your sprinkling You have what's called shire adam. What do you do with the adam? The leftovers go outside Into the mezbah Remember we learned that on the three corners you had a base Which was called the Yesod So you go to the western side of the Mizbah And you pour the blood into the Yesod What happens? So it says Now Mizbah Korbanot that were normally brought on the Mizbah Like we learned the Hatat Hayashrofiq il Yesod Diromi. So you would pour the leftover blood on the southern Yesod Rules Mizbah Pinimi items get poured on the Ma'ravi Yesod the items get poured on the Deromi Yesod, the southern side. فايلو, but no matter where you pour it on the Yesod, The bloods always end up in the same spot when you pour it into the Yisod They end up in the Amma into the stream of water that was in the Azara, the Yos'in, the Nahal Kedron. And they flow to a river called Nahal Kedron. And what do you do with this blood now? The Nimkarin le Gananin. You can sell it, the debtor that is Sells it to the gardeners Lizzabil, in order to use it as Fertilizer But the blood As Kiddushah If the gardeners don't pay for it It's considered Me'ila Which means they have to pay for the blood In order to take the Kiddushah off If they don't and they use it without paying for it It is considered Me'ila You're stealing from the Kodesh Comes the comes the Gemara Tanu we have a Brayta V'yatsa now the Torah tells us right after he sprinkles the Kohen on the Parochit or towards the parochet, the Pasuk says V'yatsa and he will go The he will go in front of the mizbayah that's in front of Hashem so the Gemara says Matal What's the? What do you teach him? He's there already, which means he's standing in front of the Mizbayah, That's <laughs> l'fnasim. What is the pshat the pasuk v'yatzai? he goes out in front of them. He's in front of the Mizbayah? The says, <laughs> "Matam udavar amar Rabbi Nehemiah she shematzinu bepar haba al kola mitzvot," which means we find by another par. the par haba al kola midzvot. mitzvot. That's, for example, a kohen. Let's say committed a. He committed a sin that's punishable by Shogeg, hatat, Mezeed, Karit. So the Kohen made a mistake. So it's called Par, Habba al In that case, the Quran has to sprinkle also the blood towards the parochet. But you know where he sprinkles from? He stands, Chutzla He stands on the east side of the Mizbayah. And what happens? Umazayah al parochet. And he sprinkles from far. So he's not, he's not right in front of the parochet. In the part of Baal Kulamitzvot, he walks to the end of the mezbiyah, and he sprinkles over it. Meaning, so blood's going over the Mizbayah towards the parochet. She'u Good. Yakol Do you think by the part and the side of Yom Kippur, he also stands from far? Tamudomar when he comes to Deb, it says viyatsa, mashma. Where was he until this point? <laughs> so the gemara, the is teaching us, the gemara teaches us a When it says viyatsa, elamizbeah, it's mashma. Where was he before viyatsa? He was in front of the Mizbaya, right in front of the paruchet, and what's the of the pasuk? Because there's another qurban that the sprinkling on the kaporot or towards the kaporot is not in that spot. By the part of Ma'al Mizvot, he actually sprinkles from far. He's standing on the eastern side of Mizbayah, Hapinimi. That's why it has to come and tell me, you know, in this case, he sprinkles. In front of them is mezveah On the western side Towards the parochet And then after The yatsah Mashmah that he was Lifnim before That's the Redus of the pasuk So the par and sa'id Of Yom Kippur Is different than Par haba Al-kola mezvot In where he sprinkles Towards the Parochet Good And We have another Breitach Lifne Hashem Right? it says And you will sprinkle uh, In front of them is mezveah That's lifnashim. So the Yavara says, Ma Talmud Lomar? Which is, what do you have to tell me that it's the Mizbeach Lepne Hashem? Seemingly we know already we're in the Kodesh. So we know you're, it's the Mizbeach that's Lepne Hashem, it's the Mizbeach, Hazav. So the Yavara says, Ama Rabbi Nechamia Bepar Vesair Shel Yom because we find by the par and sa'ir Shel Yom kippurim, Shekohen kohen omed lifnim mina mizbaya. Normally, where does the kohen stand? We don't. Lifnim mina mizbaya on the inside of the mizbaya. Ummaze la paroka bishahashi ummaze. Ya call avze. You might think that even parabal kolam mezvot I'm going the other way. You might think parabala mezvot also. He sprinkles. In front, Tamud Loman mizbeach ketoret tsemim lifnei Hashem, Hashem beoil morid. It says the mizbeach of the ketoret tsemim, which is <laughs> That's mizbeach zav lifnei Hashem. You know what lifnei Hashem teaches you? Mizbeach lifnei Hashem, the in kohen lifnei Hashem. Yes, the mizbeach is in front of Hashem, but not the kohen. Where's the kohen? He's on the other side. So all the Gibalah did over here is bring me the Pesukim to teach me the difference between Kippur and Parabah al-Kulam mitzvot. By Parabah al-Kulam mitzvot, it says, Hey, they're telling you, isn't that the one that's left nashim? You tell me, that's <laughs> the Mizbah Zahav. When he's sprinkling towards the kaporet on that mizbeach, the parochet on that, on that, on that korban, only the Mizbayah is in front of Hashem. The Mizbayah that's in front of Hashem to exclude the kohen. Why? Well, where's the kohen? He's in the back of the Mizbayah. Instead, he's being blocked by the uh, eastern side of mizbeach. as That she'inka. the part the The sprinkling on the parochet is done on the western side and then the yatsad then he goes back around and he starts according to one opinion that we're going to learn now from the northwest of the backside of the Mizbaya. that's the procedure of the sprinkling comes mm-hmm. again and says <laughs> he starts to sprinkle in a downward mm-hmm. motion mm-hmm. okay which corner does he begin with Deromit? He starts with, according to this opinion, which is not the opinion of our uh, Mishnah. He starts in the southeast. Hmm. Always, always, just picture in your mind whenever we say east; it's the right way. He's walking far away from himself, from where he is standing. He's standing on the west. He walks to the back of the Mizbeah from where he is. So that's the east. So he starts southeast. Then he goes dinomite marabit, and he backtracks and comes back to the. uh clockwise. he's not going clockwise. He's not, not turning at all. He's just, he's just going back right? to, the, to, to the to the to uh, the uh, southwest. Okay. Then he goes marabit sefudit. Now he's going clockwise. He goes to the northwest. And he continues going clockwise, sifonit mizra'it to uh, northeast. Okay, devrer v'yakiva, the biyosegi liomer. No, mekeret mizrachit sifonit. He's the author of our Mishnah. He starts on the northeast side. Then he backtracks and he goes sifonit Maharabit to northwest, and then he goes Maharabit Diromit. Then he goes to south. West, which is going now in a counterclockwise position, and then he continues going counterclockwise to Dromit <laughs> Miznachit. He goes to the south southeast. Now, Huh? keeps going to his right in that way. Oh, that's exactly what the Gemara is going to say. Macom shere gilili matzil, the place where the biyosei starts. Sham Rabbi Akiva Posek. That's where Rabbi Akiva ends. Which means according to Rabbi Yosef, he started where Mekir and Mizlehi didn't Right? He started on the southeast. That's Rabbi Akiva's last point. Makom Shri Rabbi Akiva Matheel. And where Rabbi Akiva begins, which is in the north east. Sham Rabbi Yosef. That's the last point of Rabbi Yose. The kule alma mia, according to everybody, meaning Ben Rebi Akiva, Ben Rabbi Yose, the alma mia. Be'ahu who de paga beresha Everybody agrees. The first um, uh, point that you reach, you skip that. Now the Gemara is going to that she explains over here that. What's the of between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yosef? Either you're starting from the southeast or the northeast. What's the It So the it actually is the Mahlouq we learned earlier, how the curtains were placed in front of the Kodesh kodashim. Oh, exactly, where are you coming out of? According to Kamal, we learned there were two curtains. One was going north-south, and the one behind it was going south-north. Right. That means the exit from the cordage was on the south side. <laughs> so therefore, if you hold this on the south side, you just keep on going straight. You're on the, uh, uh, the south of the Mizbaya. Go straight side. to the southeast skip the first southwest. cannon which hits you first for some reason which we'll see why walk by the southwest to the southeast according to the B Yoseh, he held there was one curtain if there's one curtain it came put you on the north side so again skip the first northwestern corner that hits you first and keep on walking out to the northeast that's what the is saying according to everybody whether you're on the north side or south side, you're not dabbing the blood on the first corner that hits you. So the Gemara says, Of course we have a problem with you, we have a rule, Which means you can't pass over a mitzvah. So how is it possible that you're going to pass over the corner on each respective side, so on the western side? Exactly, either northwest or southwest. So because the Geburant says, Amar Shemuel, the Amar the pasuk says clearly, you have to or the outermost. go to the outermost side of the mizbeach. We yatsa elam mizbeach ad dinafik mekule mizbeach. You have to go out to the end of the mizbeach. So each one again on his respective side. Rabbi Gerszteckatuf. With Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara according to Rabbi Akiva, nakif derech yamin liyama. According to Rabbi Akiva. Why don't we say that he should go to his right? To according to the Akiva He's going really to his left in his position Now we know, we learned many times, that always when you're turning You should always turn to your right Now let's review quickly why Rabbi Akiva is going to his left Where does Rabbi Akiva, the, the author of Where does Rabbi Akiva start? He starts on the south side, west Okay, southeast. Okay, southeast. He backtracks, and he goes to the uh, southwest. Okay? Now, again, he's always facing his body towards the corner of the Mizbeach. And then he goes now to his left, and he goes to the uh, northwest, exactly, and he continues moving to his left, and he again goes to the uh, northeast. So to get what I'm saying, why do you go in a left position to be Normally, Halakha says you should turn to your right. So the Gemara says, comes Gemara says, lema bari must be the argument here between the Yosef, Because going to court of the Yosef, you are going to your right. So now the Gemara is going to say maybe the machloket the akiba. And will say whether you turn to your right or not is based on do they hold like Rami Bari Haskel or not? What did Rami Bari say? That's the basin that Shalom Melech constructed. That's I uh, obviously filled with water where they used to let's say wash. It was a big basin filled with water. What was the uh foundation of this basin? So it says Omed as Shenem Asar Bakar <laughs> it stood on 12 cattle. Not real cattle. Metal. Uh, like uh, figures of cattle that supported it on all four sides. And it says, Shelosha Ponim Safona. Three were on the north side of the basin. Vishlosha Ponim yama, Three on the west side. Vishlosha Ponim Negba. Three on the south side, and three on the east side and the basin was resting on top above the and their backs were facing outward, which means the heads of the base were facing in and the back facing out what do you learn from the way that the way the the way the Gemara tells us the order of the compass the way it tells us the positions that they placed it again it starts from which position it starts from north so it goes north west, south east, that's the order that it gave it to us, what position you're going shekot pinot, lo yu the Mizrah which means, from the fact that it gave it to us in that position why did it, tell, why did it give it to us north, west, south, east your point is just to tell me that on each side you had three uh, supporters. Why did you tell me on the north side three, on the south, on the uh, west side three? And like you're telling me what? But that's the order that you go. When you go north, west, south, east, you're traveling right. So therefore, that's the malakim between the be and the be More Mo' ited bari haskem, umor le'ted bari haskem. Do you hold this principle of Ribi or not? Do you hold that you go to the right or not? Mm Rabbi Akiva will say you don't. And Rabbi Yosef will say Mm -hmm. you do. Kabbalah says, no, no. Everybody holds, like Rabbi Yonsef says, that you always got to turn to your right. And that's why the statement, when it gave me the order of the pillars that were holding the basin, it gave it to me in a position going right. So what's the mahlukah over here? Mor sabar yalfinan panim mihuts U mor sabar lo yalfinan panim mihuts It means like this We're discussing now things that are done in the Kodesh Rami Bar Haskil When he was discussing going right He was discussing a halakha in the hutz by the mizbeah when the Quran was coming down the kivish, he was discussing that he has to come down the kivish going to his right of the mizbeah, and he proved it from the fact that when it discusses the order of the directions of the pillars of the basin, it went in the right position. Nobody argues about that. In the heitzon, meaning in the azara, you definitely go to your right. And that's Rabi has scale. The machlokit is can you learn stuff that was done in the. Mizpah, in the Azara can you apply those principles to the pinimi, to the inside. So according to the Rabbi he says, no, stuff that's done in the, in the outer area, you can't learn and apply it to the inner area, to the Kodesh. Whereas Rabbi says, no, whatever you learn in the Haytson and the Azara, you can apply it to the pinimi, which is in principle in the Azara, everybody should go to the right. Meaning when it comes to Mizpah, Haytson, that's what everybody was actually talking about, Everybody agrees, the Qur'an always moves in a right to his right. No argument. And that's the remez that we said by the basin of Shilomar, that when he gave me the orders, it gave it to me north, west, south, east, which is going to the right. But all that was a discussion in the Azara. The mahluk it is, do you apply that discussion in the Azara to the Kodesh? different Mizbah, the Mizbah Epidemi has different rules like we learned uh, like uh, the different korbanot that are brought on it, the Yisod etc. So now Rabbi Yaki, what's done in the Hazara is not necessarily learned into the Kodesh therefore when he quen, sprinkles on the corners of the Mizbah, he actually goes to his left now, the truth is you can ask Mr. the is going to ask now you see not a preference to your light But it doesn't mean you have to go Mm -hmm, to your left. left. Which means, according to Rabbi Akiva, should say, do whatever you want. The point is, you don't have to go to your right. Why did he say, go to your left? So the Gemara says, Gemara says, Rabbi Akiva, nihi diloyalif pani mechutz.' True, you don't learn the laws of the Kodesh from the Kuts. Iba'e haqinabid. Iba'e haqinabid. So give him an option, at least. Let him go around the Mizbah, right or left. Which is, once you're not learning that it has to be right, you can do whatever you want. Why did you tell me he has to go left? Yeah? am avid Which is really, in, in Deen, you should deb the corner that you hit first. Which is, according to the B Akiva, the southwest corner should come first. Why? So we know that that's really the corner. Now, what's the reason why you're telling me you don't do it? That you have to nafik now, now, once you're going to put on the south East side, you backtrack, you order the one that you had to put originally, which is the southwest. And therefore, that's why we're telling you to go in that order, which means the reason why you start with the southwest, second, I should say, instead of going in a right manner, because really, if you're going to your right, the next item you should go is to the northeast. Right? You're in the southeast. Going uh, to the right would be northeast. Hey, you're saying you go back, backwards, and then you end up going to your left. No choice. You skipped over the first one that was supposed to be dead because of en mahavidim alam mitzvot. Oh, you have no problem. Torah says to be But at least do a second. So, in order to take care of that uh, issue of doing the southwest second, because you passed over it, so that's your first priority now. So, then we have no choice but to go to your left.